listening to Full Count with Sean Halpin and John Huck. Dude, they don't even know what they're doing. What are they even talking about? Just start the damn show. Welcome to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. And don't forget to, if you're a listener, which you probably are because you're hearing my voice, subscribe <laughs> to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at the Full Count Podcast, the FC Podcast. What's oh, up, John? Oh, what's going on, Sean? I got I, that out, right? You did. That was great. And I'd like to point out that even if you're not a listener, you, <laughs> you should start listening and uh, tell your friends and then go to iTunes and rate, judge, subscribe. That's how we're going grassroots. Right. You, you want- tell a friend, and they tell a friend, and it brings people together. Oh, I'm doing that wrong then. I thought grassroots was where I sit home and get high, and then no one knows anything I'm doing. No, that that's is not it. being a, uh, uh, lock, a shut-in <laughs> or a hoarder. You were going to say lock-in. Lock, yeah. Being locked in and shut-in are t- <laughs> su- such two di- like When you're a kid, it's like, hey, my church is having a lock-in. We're going to be there all night. It's going to be crazy. When you're a shut-in, it's way more sad. It's sad. Really sad. <laughs> Although... <laughs> Would you rather be shut in or locked in? Well, I mean, I'd rather be shut in because that's a that's a choice. Choice, yeah. You make and then that locked choice. in is you're being a, a preacher locking you inside of a room with other ten year old boys and girls. Well, right now, but you're making it sound you're making it sound kind of like uh, he's a murderer or something. But <laughs> it was all for fun. You were hanging out, and actually, to be honest, I never went to a church lock in, um, but I did. They did have these lock ins at a skating rink. Yeah, the either, I don't know why they're either at a skating rink or a church. Yeah, well, those are the two things. Those are the only two it's things you crazy. can do all night. You can either roller skate or you can pray to God. That's it. The other, other than that, you can't take a nap. That's you can't what I sleep. hate when things like that they don't carry over to an, be an adult. Like, <laughs> no, they don't. If you can't no, no, have a lock in at thirty-five. <laughs> you can, but people are going to go. Hey, it's dude, what's a- up with Sean? He kidnapped three people and he's making them stay at his apartment. It's weird. <laughs> but if we if we go if we call up all of our friends, which is four people, so and we, we call go, the four people we know, yeah, and we go, hey, meet us at this uh, church, or first of all, they probably wouldn't go to that, no, or a skating rink, and go, we're gonna stay there all night. And well, <laughs> first, when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, that sounds so fun. But when you're adult, why? What what am I doing there? Why can't what, I just go doing? home? I just want to sleep in my own bed, no, it's man. a lock-in, man. you got to stay. I'm going to kick the door down. <laughs> I don't want to stay. I don't like this idea. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I had friends that would do that a lot. Like, well, my church is having a lock-in. I'd be like, all right, I'll be at home. See you later. <laughs> and then do you ever do this when you're a kid? You know, man, our school sucks. We never have school dances. And then when they have one, you're like, man, I'm not going to that. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, when, I didn't have school dances in grade school or anything like that. We had ours in, in middle school was when we started. Yeah, middle school and, well, obviously high school. Well, right, but I figured in Texas you were like in kindergarten. They're like, you better find a wife, <laughs> and you better get married and have 90 <laughs> kids what? and also love the Cowboys. Uh, well, that's a given, that, well, and that's you, what happened. You're now, like, you're all branded with the Cowboys star when you're born in Texas. Is that correct? Like right yeah, on the, it looks like a birthmark, but it's actually a brand. And is it lower back? Is it like a, is a real tramp stamp? No, <laughs> like it's on stamp? your right your right butt cheek or the bottom of your feet like a Cabbage Patch Kid. Uh, okay. Uh, why do you – I guess you have nieces and stuff, right? Yeah. And a sister. You yeah. didn't really – my brother played with a Care Bear for a little while. Oh, that's disturbing. Well, it was kind of funny. My my uh, gran- my grandpa uh, thought he was a whistle britches is what he called him when he saw him with the teddy. He was like, what are you, a whistle britches? My grandpa thought everyone was gay. Whistle britches are like light in the loafers. Light in the loafers. My mom would always thought, guys, a little light in the loafers. I'm like – 
Like he's good on his feet. He's a good dancer. Did she say it with a cigar out of her mouth? Hey, he's like, well, line on the loafers. My mom was the um, pelican from the Vlasic Pickle <laughs> commercial. <laughs> she she did a lot of she did a lot of stuff with a cigar, and everything was the best taste in pickle she'd ever had. John, you're gonna be late for school. And that's the best taste in pickle I ever had. Which was, I believe, that was a Groucho Marx. Right, right. That guy was supposed to be like, I once caught an elephant in my pajamas. What I was, what he was doing in my pajamas, I'll never know. <laughs> yeah, Groucho Marx, guys, old school comedy. Look it up. Dig, look it up and Google him. Yeah, honestly, honestly, for real, if you don't know who the Marx Brothers are, uh, you should look them up because they're really talented. Uh, they're old school. The problem with their the problem with their movies that I find is. They always had to throw in a musical number, <laughs> like in the middle, like some yeah. dude playing piano and singing for no reason. You're in like, a saloon, and they're not even in a saloon. Yeah, it was always it was always weird. I never, like, Will and Hardy never really did that. It was like comedy, 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 end. They were like, Marx Brothers was comedy, then some weird plot, and then music, and then more Marx Brothers. Well, that's probably, they were in Hollywood, so the agent was like, you know what? You really got to get a CD out. <laughs> I don't know that the Marx Brothers were too concerned with putting out CDs. <laughs> and they're like, what's a CD? And he goes, just wait. Do you mean, <laughs> just, just wait. Just wait. Like a hundred years and it'll come out and it'll be awesome. Uh, Sean, how was your week, buddy? Uh, that was a weird noise. Um, that was a weird noise. Was that, <laughs> what was that? That's me drinking coffee. Wow, it sounds like a Smurf getting stepped on by a Shrek. <laughs> uh, my, my week was good. I did the... Uh, beloved kids show at the improv oh uh well, first of all it's not called the beloved kids show is it it's called the team tour summer spectacular is what to call it now oh god all right how was so, it oh so so people don't know for comics uh there's a lot of rules in comedy i believe it's like you don't do comedy during the day <laughs> you <laughs> don't do it rule. outside no it's a good rule and you don't do it in front of kids <laughs> And unless you're like pancakes, the clown at a, you know, right. You, but you don't, I wouldn't want, I don't write comedy to do a festival in the park in front of kids. Right. You don't. Yeah. You never plan on that. So, yeah. So there's uh it was like the improv is basically packed with 13 through 18 year olds. Your demographic. Yeah. Old and, man from Texas. <laughs> yeah. But it was, I mean, it's a challenge. He's like, can I write like this or whatever? So I went up and then, but there's this one point where it's like, I like to, now I start to try to say what I'm thinking on stage and I go, I just feel like everyone's creepy uncle. And they all started da dying laughing. Because that's the first thing they probably thought. Like, who's this guy looks like your uncle Steve. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Because one of my friends was up before me, and I just hear this little girl goes, he looks creepy. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I ask who it was? It was Gallagher. Um, <laughs> was, no. Oh, uh, my God. I'll I was like, later. <laughs> all right. Oh, my Gallagher's doing team tours now? Oh, my God. But, yeah, so we had a good time that doing that. But I, then, I think the fact that you acknowledged your, your oldness and your creepiness probably made them laugh even harder than if you had tried to sidestep and been like, I'm just entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm young. Yeah, if you oh my god, I, I I did one of those team tours uh, a few weeks back, and I made a huge mistake. Like uh, Grant Cotter, who's a, a really nice guy, he was hosting the show, mm -hmm. and Grant does a lot of uh, like pop culture references, right? And 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 sometimes I can see that it's it's lost on an older crowd only because they're like, who the hell is a what's a Miley Cyrus? Who's a Carly Rae Jepsen or yeah, whatever? Yeah. But he does all he does all this stuff and. He was killing it in front of this this crowd of like 13, 14 year old, 15 year old kids, and right. and he was literally murdering it. And I and I was like, oh my god, I'm talking to the sound guy in the back, and I go, oh, this is Grant's like ideal audience, yes. and they get yes. every single pop reference. So I go on stage, <laughs> and I'm just trying to call call uh, attention to the fact that how well Grant did, 
and I just choose all the wrong words. Right. I go, wow, this is like Grant's wet dream. (laughs) 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 You guys understood every pop culture reference. And then I stop and I'm like, I don't know why I said said wet dream. (laughs) I'm so sorry. And then then I tried to just shake it off and I did the rest of my set. And when he came back on and I went off, he shakes my hand, he leans over, he goes, just so you know, dude, this isn't my wet dream. These kids are all like under 18, all right? And I was like, yeah, sorry about that, buddy. Um, I feel like a jerk. You know when you have something, when you go up on stage, you want to say, and it sounds normal in your head, but then you go up there and you're like, dim, 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 bam. Peanuts. People are like, what was that? And you're like, it's me and the sound guy. I thought it was awesome yeah. five minutes ago. You have no idea. How dare you judge us? Uh, um, so, yeah, but it, it, I, it's it's one of those challenging things where, like, because I did one and it was really bad. And then I re, I go, well, it's like sneaking down to your basement when you're a kid and listening to, like, George Carlin or something, you know? They, so And they came to the improv. So they know what was going to happen. So it's like, then I just went up and kind of did my did my stuff, so... Right. That's what I find that that's funny is that when you try to work your set around your audience, yeah. uh, it, it almost always fails. Whereas if you just go do what you do, and they're either going to like you or they're not, but at least you can have the, you know, you, at least you're comfortable saying, I did what I do. No yeah. one liked it, but it, but that's never been but the case because they're 14 year old kids. If you want to say the F word, they're going to love that. You want to talk about farts? Yeah. That's what they know. They don't love fart jokes. They, they've never been to Australia. They don't get BJs from, you know, the natives over there, whatever you do. <laughs> they, you know. <laughs> That's like, I kept, after the show, I kept telling my friends, I go, dude, got so many numbers. Oh, <laughs> come on now. And your friend was no, like. No, but they were fun. They were on, they would um, tweet pictures and they were, you know, just like going back and forth. And it was really fun. That, you know. But that's a smart idea. I, yeah. I, you, did you engage them to do that? Did you say, hey. You I guys- handed out, we, but everybody wanted to take pictures with us. And I handed out cards. I was like, tweet it and whatever. And they're going back and forth. And, you know, just. So you stayed till the end of the show. Yeah. Okay. I never stayed till the end of the show. <laughs> I got to say, because they would probably love to take a picture with you. Yeah. You know? and, and if anything, it'll just up my Twitter followers. Yeah. But then I feel weird. Like, if I got 14-year-old kids following me, then it... Yeah, but fans are fans. You're not creepy, so... Okay. So That's interesting, because I've been getting a lot of uh, input the other way on that. <laughs> um, but I appreciate I appreciate. That's what, what my parole officer tells me to tell people, so... Just let everyone know that you're not creepy. <laughs> Um, uh, so we got to do. Where's our segment bell, John? Uh, oh yeah, gotta, guys, guys. When we come back, we're gonna actually we're gonna we're, what what oh. segment bell? Hey! hey. All, right. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're gonna recap this week in sports. I'm gonna talk about a Dodger game I went to yesterday, and uh, we got some uh, some main topics. NASCAR and baseball. NASCAR baseball. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, Ryan Braun, Alex Rodriguez, and. Uh, uh, Johnny Manziel. Love that guy. Johnny Football. Um, all right, we'll be back. All right, you're back with the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. We're back. <laughs> We're back. We're back. What a break it was. Yeah. Um, guys, a lot of stuff going on in sports this week. I say guys. I'm looking right at Sean. What, um, what if there's a, a day where we go, nothing happened, guys? Guys, this was the no, nothing happened in sports all week. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, maybe you should turn on a TV. <laughs> Google something. Yeah. I mean, even when there's not sports, there's sports. Um, 
I guess. I, I mean, what do you want to start with, Sean? I want to um, talk about. I want to talk about NASCAR first. Yeah, I think it's positive. We, it is. It is positive. It's very positive. Uh, first of all, we can kind of let's go recap the. We can. Yeah, we can. We can. This weekend sport. Wait, do we put that soundbite here? No, we're just gonna leave it like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend sports. Um, I think we talk about quickly. The Brickyard 400 is always a big deal in NASCAR. Uh, they race at the Indy, uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. They kiss the bricks. They do all that action. Um, and this year, kiss the bricks. <laughs> does, it does sound like you tell somebody to like, hey, like, once you kiss the bricks, you kiss like kiss off, like go kiss the bricks, like kicking rocks, go kick rocks. I like go kick rocks, except yeah. that, that Stephen A. Smith overuses it on Sports Center yes. or uh, on Kobe got to go kick rocks. <laughs> Stephen A. Yeah, you came by. He, the he came by for a minute. Yeah. I personally know Rick Ross. I don't know <laughs> Rick Ross. <laughs> Uh, Brick Air 400, uh, Jeff Burton won, super uneventful race, 160 laps. Uh, he led almost, uh, I guess, a, a big chunk of it. Um, Danica Patrick came in 30th. I'm tired of having to talk about what place she comes in when it's irrelevant. When there's 30, 29 other drivers that came in before, before her. her. And everyone's like, well, da- one year she got fourth in the Indy 500. Uh-huh. This is NASCAR, different well, she's racing. She's a woman, and then soon she's going to be able to vote There's, there's another stuff. lady that rides in NASCAR. No one ever talks about her. She's not going to be able to. They can't vote. Don't be silly, dude. That's where are we. What, what year is this? Communist bullshit. Yeah, who's the other? Like, hey, is the. Well, Sarah Fisher raced for a long time and no one ever talked about her. And she did well. She did okay, I should say. Shirley Muldowney. Is, uh, but she's funny car, right? Yeah. yeah. Real funny. Hilarious and, lady. But <laughs> Hey, what's the deal with this cockpit, everybody? Am I right? But she's, uh, but she's attractive. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. They talk about her. They talk if if it, if the female is attractive. Oh, let's put her in a bikini. Let's have her go go daddy ads. Let's have her sponsor <laughs> stuff. Let's talk about her coming in ninetieth place. <laughs> but if she's a homely mouse, you're like, yeah, I guess she finished third or something. I don't know. She's a pig. The like, number on her car just says ugly. It says uggos. <laughs> is she racing for boots? No, no, no. She's an uggo. Um, it's unfortunate. <laughs> they do interviews with her. She's like, <laughs> Adele driving uggo car. <laughs> Adele's in NASCAR. Uh, Adele, are you related to the Elephant Man by any chance? Um, uh, but the but more what, important thing. Oh, go ahead. But were there, how many cautions were there? Just a couple, probably. I, there you weren't. Know, it wasn't. Like, I mean, look, I didn't catch the whole race, and I just saw some highlights, and none of them were big car pileups. I think if they go a number of laps, let's say if they happen to go thirty laps with no caution, someone has to draw straws, and they go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> they just start driving. Driving the other they way. They all have to do you like they turn around <laughs> no, and start going. No, around. not everyone. One car. So oh, whenever it comes around, you so gotta you, drive. Yeah. Plus, you have to miss that car. I see what you're saying. You're causing pileups. Yeah, because there weren't any in the first thirty right. laps. And we first, need to get a caution out and there. First, Danica would be the first one. To well, go. I think that should just be the person we make drive the other way. <laughs> Today, she wasn't killed in a 19 car pileup, and it's a miracle. <laughs> you know how crazy it would be. What if Danica like this is pretty bad. What if she cooked? cupcakes for all the drivers and gave it to you know nascar would oh. flip out <laughs> it would be terrible dude first People of all just... you bake cupcakes you don't cook them second of all <laughs> sean's like hey I, oh, that's I, what i'm doing wrong i cooked cupcakes on the grill like ooh, i don't think you did yeah they're made of meat um yeah I, meat I, cakes. I, but the, you're right sports center would be ah, they'd yeah. go crazy like oh danica she's the mother figure oh she's great look at her make cupcakes this is fantastic she came in 150th place every race this year but those cupcakes are delicious that's exact quote <laughs> that's exactly in the future if that happens From the president of nascar have you seen that guy oh god dude yeah <laughs> dale earnhardt's not with us anymore <laughs> 
sorry, that's not funny. Know, but it's not funny, but that guy, that's <laughs> all a I good remember. Impression. Yeah. yeah, he, but also Dale was like his really good friend. I know, and, I know. That should I be, know. sorry, all you Dale listeners out there. Well, yeah, and if, hey, if you love Dale, why don't you, why don't you tell the Full Count Podcast who your favorite racer is and why? Yeah. Why don't you do that? Why don't you go online? When we, when we sponsor an, uh, any type of auto racing, it's going to be the number three. Uh, Maybe. Also, more importantly, this this week in racing, uh, the NASCAR Truck Series raced on dirt. First time a NASCAR race has been on dirt in since 40 19, 40, 43 years, something like that. It's 1970-something. Um, and, Sean, you watched the race? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. And what'd you think? Uh, they should do it every weekend. They should do it all the and time. It was the greatest every thing Thursday, I've ever seen. Every Thursday they it could was, do it. I, I, I've, I've only seen a few truck races before. Right. Excuse me. Never really cared. I mean, I care, but not like I care it's about hard the to get, sprint it cup. Just, it, it's weird because it seems like that's uh, it's totally different from NASCAR just because in your mind, oh, it's a truck. But then it's they're basically, you know, set up and everything like that. And then, you know, I didn't even think about it. For a while, I didn't even realize they were racing trucks. You know, you just get into it and you And you think stop it's, thinking that there's a bed in the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's like it, it seemed like it went back to the uh, – uh, origins of NASCAR, the back home, the you know really small track, which uh, Tony Stewart owns it. Yeah, I, he must, right? I mean, he owns it, or he just bought it. He something bought it a, a it, couple years ago from the owners that had it, because I guess they it, it uh, originated with uh, like a ballroom or something, and then they decided to build this track. Or oh, weird. But um, yeah, I, I couldn't remember the. They always had these like uh, cause, so it's a dirt track. So usually you, most cars that race, you you go straight on the. Uh, the straightaways, and then you kick it around and spin it. You know, you're going sideways the whole way, and it's usually small cars. They call them like outlaws or modifieds or whatever it is. But it's like, like back home, you probably know these people too, like guys that work at a plumbing shop or they have an automobile, you know, shop, and they just they also rednecks and they yeah. have a car and it just beat up. Yeah. And, it's just them with their truck going. They might have two spare tires, and they get, always get in fights and stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> always so, fights. They always like, you turn into me, asshole. But, um, yeah, it was really cool to watch. Uh, it just had a, such a different feel to it. It did. And I think, I think the excitement of everyone involved helped the excitement of the race. Yeah. Like, Tony Stewart was running around like a maniac, and they, kept, they could not have sp- said nicer things about him in the sense that he was – out there the whole time, like doing, helping with the grounds crew, helping yeah. the, making sure the dirt was just right. Like that guy didn't take a break for like that entire week, and and I think the excitement that he exuded, I think the excitement that came from the announcers. I mean, when you look at the track, it is it's a small track, yeah. And I don't know if the truck series pits like this all the time, but they did I don't it. Think so. Sixty laps, then everybody pits. I like Fifty that. laps, then everybody pits. Forty laps, then you can pit, and then the race is over. Well, or no, actually, by forty, the race. Well, is what over. was great about it too, it's like the first fifteen would pit, and then the second fifteen would pit. But then you had people that have obviously never been on a dirt track. Oh yeah, well, and obviously have never, and then guys who have never driven a truck before. Yeah. So then you have the guys that are no truck, no dirt. And then there, so it's almost like, and then the the guy number thirty, uh, the twenty year old, was like leaving the leading the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But but like you said, they what was the term they kept using? Dirt dirt ringer. Yeah, he's a dirt ringer. He's a dirt. They talked about guys who driven dirt tracks and how awesome they were. Right. And ah, oh, these guys are great. Now what? These guys have never. The guy who won had never been on dirt before. Right. Jeff Stockman, Danny Stockman. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, number thirty nine. He won. Guy never driven on dirt before. There were guys going way low. There were guys way up at the at the top. Like they were yeah. just just trying to figure out what to do in a dirt track scenario. And it was 
fantastic, man. It was the it was one of the most exciting races. There weren't like huge accidents. There weren't like any injuries. There wasn't anything, no explosions. No. But it was one of the best races I've yeah, seen. Yeah, just it seemed fun. And then what I thought was too, this the track was so small. You know the the uh, the eighteen wheelers that they drive the the cars in. They were on the infield. I mean, and they were like two inches from each other. The whole oh, infield yeah. was filled with those yeah. trucks because they're not used to having those big trucks. Right, in there. and and that like the guys like the transpo dudes that park yeah. those things are pro. Like, yeah, because they're yeah they're like okay here's one here's the first trailer. Yeah, you need to be um six four inches yeah. from this trailer and you have to back it they in park like, it and then they go pa- smoke three packs of reds oh, right god. after that just like yeah. oh my god i made it <laughs> oh my god tony stewart was yelling at me <laughs> he started throwing things <laughs> i imagine he would too like can't you drive a trailer <laughs> he's just super angry yeah, and but, super stressed out but it that uh, that race you know represented him um and you know because he wanted to do well for NASCAR his name sure you know all and the fans. don't I mean I'm sure he put some money in his pocket on that thing if oh, he, he did, owns yeah, that definitely. racetrack he probably pocketed like ninety yeah. percent of that cash yeah it was I mean it was I just it, for them to do to not have done that before I know what took so long so like hopefully this will be something that'll be every year was, every was, year man the truck <clears throat> I, mud I, mud summer classic yeah they, that's what they call it yeah yeah it was funny because you hashtag that on Twitter and nobody was people no, who were watching were not on Twitter what is he doing <laughs> mud, but bro mud. but but uh I I don't I mean I I guess it's too ambitious to think they can just move the truck race to all mud all dirt track you know that would be no they but do. i just right. think it would be it's kind of it but would be like the two, indianapolis 500 two or like, three you know, a year no give me two or three a year no it's just be one no dude one isn't enough one is not enough that is i mean i'm not gonna probably not watch another truck race until that happens again the truck races are pretty exciting they are exciting. i usually watch them when when they're at the texas motor speedway and so but it, again it's if you watch nascar you're like well, i'll go to truck and you're kind of like man yeah, but, but, still, but again, you're right. Well, you, you watch it, and you forget their trucks, and it doesn't even matter because they're modified and they're going faster than I can drive my car. So yeah, yeah. You know, it's pretty awesome. But yeah, I like the technical stuff about the the four the split yeah pits yeah and stuff. Um, guys, big stories in baseball too. I want to get to uh, <clears throat> Texas Rangers won the World Series. Texas Rangers have not won the World Series, oh, but they did get like... they did get uh, Matt Garza from the Cubs. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm sure he's going to ace it out, and then you will win a World Series. Also, I'm sure Alfonso Soriano, who just went to the Yankees, is going to win a World Series soon. Uh, I hope you break your legs. Just kidding. I don't really want him to break his <laughs> legs. He didn't do anything wrong except just, uh, play for the Cubs for so long and take up so much money for so long. But he's gone, so that's good. It is good. They paid the Yankees like $8 million to take his contract or something. Yeah, I saw him uh, just going around and uh, hugging everybody. And then A-Rod was like, hold on, I'm shooting up. So it took a while yeah. to hug him. It took a while to hug him. Guys, Ryan Braun arrested, not arrested. <laughs> arrested for. Ryan Braun arrested for prostitution. Like, this is the worst <laughs> What's source of news I've ever gotten. Ryan Braun uh, basically pleading guilty to using steroids, saying he made a mistake. Um, you're pathetic, dude. You are pathetic. Uh, His speech was, it's just like the saddest thing but it wasn't it wasn't even an apology. It wasn't anything. It was like I, may, I, I acknowledge I made, made some mistakes. I made some mistakes. You're a dick, dude. We've all made mistakes. I made a mistake. Like, yeah, man, I shouldn't have worn these shorts, dude. You know, that's a mistake. Yeah. I knowingly taking steroids when it's illegal and. Um, but the mistake is, it, it, if you think about caught, the mistake is getting caught. Yeah, that's. I shouldn't have bought pee from that guy. 
You yeah, know? yeah, I guess. I sh- I, <laughs> but it's it's ridiculous. And he's and people are look anybody who believed him the first time around looks foolish. Aaron Rodgers is in the news now. Weeks before football is starts. Is he going to give that money up? No, of course not, dude. <laughs> but because he tweeted he would give his whole salary if Braun was found guilty. Because Braun told him, no way. And then we got lucky with that overturned verdict the right. first time. And then was like, oh, uh, oops. <laughs> Sorry. It was the guy sitting there going through his tweets going, uh-uh, he said it. He said it to me. The, dude, they have a whole to- research team at ESPN that just sits there and like, oh, remember when Aaron Rodgers said this? Yeah. Yes, I do. Like, all they do is follow athletes and listen to the dumb things they say, which are quite abundant. Um, what do you think, uh, A-Rod, they're also looking at possible lifetime ban, Sean? He will not play tennis again. <laughs> um, or any sport. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think the ban was for baseball. Oh, okay. Major League Baseball, to be precise. I didn't, I didn't read that one. You weren't up on no, the news? Like, no. Guys, A-Rod can't play on the Masters Championship Tour <laughs> this year. You're like He didn't even try out. He wasn't even gonna. Um, but, guys, never been suspended for PEDs or steroids or any of that before. And now they're talking possible 100 to 200 game suspension. Thir- 13 and 14 season? They wanted to send out or something like that? Well, the rest of this one for sure, and then maybe the whole next one. And then there's still people that are talking, <clears throat> and I think Major League Baseball is investigating the idea of giving him a lifetime ban. They're essentially saying, which, in my head, I mean, I don't know, they need to make steroids more important and, and more of a bigger deal than gambling. Yeah. And they gave Pete Rose a lifetime ban. Well, I just think that you know they're probably thinking about the marketing and the backlash from it being New York. And well, the Yankees are thinking about saving all that money on that yeah. billion dollar contract, and I think they're going to let MLB do their dirty work. And if he gets he gets right. suspended for a year, I don't think they have to pay him. Yeah, but it just seems like he's been kind of guarded to where if it was a lower rung player or someone else, that he would have been already gone. He would have been know? gone. He would have been the two hundred game suspension. He would have gone back down to the minors, and no one would have ever heard from him again. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it's like if Madonna <coughs> if Madonna's involved in any way, that's shady. <laughs> well, if know? he's material, yeah, borderline. Yeah. Hey, um, material. By, by the way, thirty years ago today, not today, but like the other day, Madonna's first record came out. Mm-hmm. You know what else came out um, 30 years ago? Syphilis. He, he was Huey Lewis in the news sports. Okay. I want a new drug. I know you do. Uh, <laughs> you know what else came out? Metallica's Kill 'Em All. Ooh. Kill 'Em All, sports, and Madonna's debut album all in 1983. Wow. And I remember listening to all those crying, especially Madonna's. Huey Lewis, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Huey Lewis, dude. That's that like when, when music videos are good. Remember when he put his face in the sink? You're like, how's he singing the sink? <laughs> and how's that camera down there in the drain? <laughs> is, is it a GoPro? This is 1983, sir. No, it's not a GoPro. Um, yeah, those are that's some interesting tidbits. Um, also, uh, real quick, uh, we have a couple minutes left here in the sports uh, area. Johnny Football. Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel? Johnny Manziel. Manziel. Manziel from the Fighting Aggies of Texas A&M. Also the Heisman Trophy winner. Freshman year. First freshman to ever win the Heisman, correct? I believe so, yes. That's what they tell me. That's what we're telling (laughs) our listeners. And everyone in Texas tells you everything that goes on there. They do. We have a pipeline. Perfect. (laughs) Um, Guy got got asked to leave the Peyton Manning team. Camp quarterback camp quarterback camp, camp, for, camp yeah where the young kids come in and they mentor them and what punch them around or whatever right uh, and uh, <laughs> beat them to a pulp was asked to leave there early because he overslept a bunch of times and uh, he says it was a mutual thing Manning says he's a great guy uh, he's twenty years old 
Uh, he won the Heisman. He's been he's been kicked out of this Manning camp. He's been kicked out of a frat party for wearing the. Uh, but, first, but, but first, can I say you yeah. know who else was uh, asked to leave that camp? Who? Eli Manning. <laughs> was it? Yeah. What do you mean? He was just asked. He had, he he was he showed up late to meetings and stuff. That's what Peyton said. <clears throat> yeah, but not <clears throat> right. Not this year. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I thought you. Were, I, I was like, this his name is on the camp, dude. Who's asking him to leave? Like, <laughs> Eli Manning keeps showing up. Brother, <laughs> come on, you got to go now. No, but, you got to go. No, but you're right because uh, Peyton said, "I remember a young Eli yeah. missing meetings and stuff like that." You know, and <laughs> and Peyton was probably the one who was beat the hardest by Archie. You know what I mean? Right, he right. was the oldest son. It's like, I'll get the belt. I'll get the cord. Whatever you throw yeah. that football. And Eli was there, probably like, ah, oh, you can sleep yeah. in. You know, you look special and whatever. <clears throat> your mouth breather. He is definitely a mouth breather. So Johnny, uh, Johnny football's 20. 20 years old, and everyone's given this guy such a hard time. In my head, I'm like, I think we should be glad he knows how to throw a football at all. Right. 20 years old. When you were 20, you were in the Marines? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was doing a little bit more than throwing a football. You're welcome, America. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, America, and I'm sure you made some pretty piss-poor decisions <laughs> And in your I life. drank and missed a lot of meetings yeah, in bet, the Marines. <laughs> I bet you did, dude. And it's probably a like, severe, more severe penalty than please leave. Yeah, Sean, you look like you have alcohol poisoning. <laughs> uh, I do. Please. Again. <laughs> I'm just when I was 20, man, I could first of all I couldn't have been in the armed forces of any kind because I had no discipline, no self worth, no any. I was a, a complete doofus. Age 20, I, I would like I think I just lost my virginity. I was smoking pot every day and just <laughs> drinking my body weight in alcohol and, and like beer and port wine. You know what I mean? Like what's changed till now? <laughs> and now today, when today, I look around, you lost your virginity again. Uh, well, no, I think that grew back. Uh, <laughs> I definitely have my virginity think- again. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I don't drink port wine anymore. But, then, but, then he, but didn't Johnny Football say something like, "Hey, I'm a kid. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna live my life to the fullest, which I'm which I'm glad for. I don't yeah. think, I don't think they should have given. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think a freshman should win the Heisman only because <clears throat> then that and, unless everyone can understand that they gave the Heisman to, to like freshman. an 18 year old, 19 year old kid. Yeah. Okay. If you're going to understand that and know that, yeah, in the next year, this kid's going to walk around. He's going to try to get laid by as many women as he can. He's going to, you know, he might experiment with marijuana. He's 20 years old. Let's say make love, though. He might make love to marijuana. (laughs) And then... uh, Make love to marijuana. (laughs) But, yeah, but I like that he came out and... love. uh, (laughs) You know, but he did. He's from Texas A&M. He went to a University of Texas Longhorn frat party, which is probably not, you know... But some of the kids are probably going, Heisman, oh, but he's the enemy. And at least he didn't get in a fight, didn't get arrested, didn't steal anything. He hasn't robbed you know, anyone. He hasn't yeah. killed anyone. He's not Aaron Hernandezing the you know, people all over the place. He's Oh, that's and, a verb now. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> and uh and like you said, he wore, you know, you know, the different a wrong jersey to a frat party. He wore a dolphin hat. But how many times when you were a kid, like twenty years old, like, yeah, I'm gonna go to this game, it's the opposing team, I'm gonna wear my jersey. Right. Because you just want to start trouble because you're a jerk off because you're twenty and you don't know anything. Yeah, but I, I mean I but the you know, the freshman thing, I just think if you if you've got the stats, you're the best player, you should get it. Or don't allow it in you know, if you're a college football player and I've got the best stats, I should be the champion of the world. Yeah, uh, wait a minute. What's that last part? <clears throat> I don't know about that part, but um, 
Oh, we got. Oh, oh what, that segment's over. Segment bell. flew by. That did fly by, man. Oh, okay. Like Maverick all right, all right. on the we got tower. It. Segment bell, everyone. Yeah, cool out with the segment bell. All right, okay. All right, okay, 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 right, okay, okay, okay. John, okay. John, you're okay. freaking out. Okay. God, um, segment bell's out of hand today, guys. Dude, and it's just over there ringing itself. I'd like to thank YouTube for the segment bell. Thank you, YouTube. Is that a, can we say YouTube on the air? All right. Yeah. We'd say Amazon. We'll, we'll, <clears throat> we'll, we'll be back. All right, guys, uh, you're listening to the Full Count Podcast Sean Halpin and John Huck. We will be back. Back with Sean, uh, full count podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. I'm gonna get it right. I thought you were gonna try to change the name of the show to the Sean Halpin <laughs> podcast with full count and John Huck. <laughs> I've got t shirts like that that were messed up. I gotta send them back. Yeah, sure, messed up. <laughs> Guys, it's the Sean Halpin podcast <laughs> with the full count Sorry, and John Huck. There was a huge mistake. I have to send these back before selling 50 of them at a time. Um, All right, let's talk <clears> baseball. <throat> let's, t- uh, yeah, I want, want to talk quickly. Um, there have been like in the last couple years. And because we have instant replay and we can see all this stuff over and over again, we have seen some horrific, horrific accidents and injuries um, from all the way from like Dale Sr. dying in, yeah. at the Indy 500. Or which, the, at which, it won, it, which it won, you're like, that's, that's just a crash. How's that bad? Right. When but you, then you see the Louisville player with his bone ooh, snapping oh my God. out. And, then, and all he did, what, what did that guy do? He jumped up and came down. Yeah, like a move well, that you or I have done once. Maybe I've on jumped a up and down. Court. Right, sure, but I mean, I've never like. It's just the freakness. Mariano Rivera, what he did, shagging fly balls, came down and right. just his leg, just whatever, you know. Um, There's a guy in the Cowboys that was running a route and hit his own leg against his the back of his calf and broke his leg. Oh my god! <laughs> First of all, that's an, that's a testament to how strong that guy is. Yeah. If, if his one leg is snapping the yeah. other leg, it's like, I'm angry at you, other leg. You're a tank. That's like Bo Jackson. He's like, I dislocated my hip. The doctor was like, Look at this nut. He thinks he dislocated his hip. Hey, buddy, if you dislocated your hip, you'd be in a lot more pain. They went in and did like an MRI. They're like, Oh. Oh my God! He dislocated why, his. Why head. did they interview the doctor at a party? <laughs> hey, hey, man! All right, guy. guys, here's the deal. <laughs> look at this nut over here. I'm Doctor Dubes. Like, I think we got the wrong doctor. Um, but we there's this guy Hudson on on Atlanta. Man, I was uh, watching uh, Sports Center. They're like Hudson had a bad day, and I'm like watching him, and he strikes out like three, and they're showing the highlights. I'm like, how bad could this guy's day have been? He's like, <laughs> oh, he's, just wait. He's killing it on the mound. And then a routine ground ball to first base. You know, first mm. base has to come off the bag. Yeah. So the pitcher runs over to cover, right? <laughs> Puts his foot out. And granted, he doesn't usually cover first base like a first baseman. The first baseman knows to keep his foot off the, the bag and just touching the it. Outside, this yeah. guy had his foot on the bag. And the player for the Mets, oh, man. Runs by. Making me throw up thinking about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was running as fast as he could to get to first base and just snapped this dude's ankle. Stepped like... Like snapped it. Like if if there was any bone connected after he did that, yeah. I would be surprised. It was one of the grossest things but I've ever seen. It's one of those freak things where the base runner planted his foot directly on the bag like you're supposed to. Oh yeah, and the pitcher did it on the outside, uh, right on top too. Yeah. Which you know, it's like one of those mistakes. But man, it wrecked it. It was gnarly, right? I mean, as soon as he did it, the player—I uh, forget the guy's name—but he said, I, "You know, I, I, 
I didn't feel any bass under my cleat. Yeah. I'm used to feeling bass. And so he ran right back to the guy who was, of course, this time on the ground <laughs> screaming. Right. And he was like, oh, my God, are you okay? And then uh, Hudson's wife, of all people, sent out like multiple uh, tweets praising the Mets because um, they were on the road. The Braves were playing in New York. Yeah, probably the, the um, medical staff, uh, medical staff um, the... the player who did it, the coaches, and yeah. then also all the Braves person. Like really nice because that – I don't know. I mean, I guess he's a pitcher, so he has a better chance of coming back than he would if he were a position player. Uh, but yeah. he's never going to be the same. And this could be a career-ending injury. I'm trying to think of what foot it was. What is, was it his planning foot for pitching? I think he's right-handed, power? and I think it was his, his left right. foot. I think he had his left, left foot yeah. on the bag. Yeah. I think. But, um, there, but there's always a, a part of sports like that where it goes from game to humanity. Yeah. And that's when you realize, like... It's just a game. Yeah. The this anger, guy has the, a life. The anger I feel sometimes when I watch, like, the Cubs lose or whatever... Right. It's it's rid- it's ridiculous in the scheme of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's going on overseas? What's going on down the street? What's going yeah. on, you know, in the ghetto? What's going Except on? Except if you're in Philly and you're laying on a stretcher and they throw batteries at you. Yeah, well, burn Philly to the ground. <laughs> He's the worst sports fan. But we love our time. Philly listeners. We do love our listeners, but uh, you, we've been told by people that played in the NFL – Eagles fans are the worst. Tough crowd. It's a tough crowd. <laughs> tough crowd. Throwing snowballs at Santa. All right. <laughs> but you did say when you watch, you know, you, you uh, and I was thinking about this, that it snapped like a number two pencil. Yeah. You would think. It, 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 dude. You know, like, and then, that's what it looked like, but too. That, it was, but that was the only time I'm like, I'm glad they have long pants. I guess, Because yeah. if it was a sock or something, I just think it, it would... You would have seen bones shooting through that sock. Yeah. yeah if they that's had a a good... shorts or a skirt on, you would have totally seen it. So if they were the White Sox in like 1984 <laughs> wearing shorts, you would have totally but seen you know, it. What's so funny? You say that the worst, uh, that's the worst uniform ever. But that's yeah. how... Uh, that's how I picture people playing softball in Texas. They always wore those bike shorts. Yeah. Like coaches. You I'm know? sorry. Softball in Texas <laughs> is a little bit different than professional baseball in nah, Chicago. Not no? if you ask those guys. No, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. If you ask the guys playing softball, like, this is real. We got a championship coming up. I mean, my softball team used to take it very serious as well. But I don't slide during softball. And if I was getting paid a lot of money, I'd probably slide in professional baseball, but not if I was going to wear shorts. Yeah. No shorts. And for anyone who doesn't know, the White Sox, you can Google this and look it up. They wore shorts, and their shirts had big, long collars. They looked like uh, Angus Young uh, meets, uh, I don't know, Gulliver's Travels or something. They looked like weirdos. They looked like half pirate, half half, half schoolboy. <laughs> half pirate, half pirate. Half, they were half pirate, half pirate. <laughs> <laughs> And none of them played in Pittsburgh, which was uh, disgusting. So his, his wife sent out those tweets and, um, you know, just praising the Yeah, just being, and... just being a, very, a class act all the way around. I think yeah. Hudson was classy. And I don't know Hudson from a hole in the wall. I don't even like the Braves. You know what I mean? But when I see players do stuff like that, it, it kind of reaffirms your faith that yeah. they know they're just playing a game. And, well, you and know, yes, they get a lot of money. But because we're watching, do they get this right. money? You well, know what I mean? To be, to be you know, the player that went back and you're on the opposing team and stuff is really cool. But I've always wondered, like, if I'm a pitcher and I hit someone in the head. I don't know how they, don't, going, I don't, know how they don't run to the plate right away. Yeah. <clears throat> 
I, I don't know because you see that and they play it so cool. Like, yeah, and they but you can see the concern on their face. Some you can't, but it, yeah, I would just go. Doo, 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 are you okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> dude, that's exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> dude, you're, that's exactly right. When I when I was uh, probably about third or fourth grade, <clears throat> woke up on a Saturday morning. I was like, me and Jeff are going. My brother's name is Jeff. We're going outside to play baseball. My mom goes, all right. Well, don't use a hard ball because you guys don't have any helmets or anything. Just you know, use a tennis ball. And of course, we go out there. I go tennis ball. What the mom crap rules. loser? So I go, Jeff, grab that hard ball, pitch it at me, right? So he does. Right and of your head. <laughs> I jack it back at him, and he's hitting the chest, blown back like he was blasted with a shotgun. Right? Yeah. Just knocks all the wind out of him, like straight in the chest, straight back onto his back, laying up, looking at the sky, kind of shaking. Oh. So I just run straight at him, and I'm right. like, "Don't tell mom! Don't tell mom! No. Don't tell mom! 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 Please, 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 don't tell mom! Don't tell mom! Don't tell mom!" You don't even ask about him. Ah, oh, he's laying there. He goes, he goes. I'm not gonna tell mom, you jerk. <laughs> You couldn't even breathe. It was. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell mom. Well, not, are you okay? Are you okay? Wow. I care about you. You're my brother. I, I love do. you. I do care about him. He is my brother, and I do love him. But I was very concerned that I was going to get in trouble for disobeying my mom, and not so much as at her. She was just going to turn around and tell my dad, who's going to go, "That's it. No more baseball for anybody," <laughs> and do something really drastic and annoying. <clears throat> but yeah, Maybe, that was. But why would you put that out there? Maybe they just go, "Guys, you learn your lesson," and. Uh, we still love you. Maybe they could have said that. Um, you're not familiar with my parents, and that's not what they would have said. They do still love me, but they don't care about me learning lessons. Um, what's the worst injury you ever got, real quick? Uh, I when I rolled my ankle, and mm-hmm. in, um, in, in the Marines, they teach you how to come down like a side of a building, like you hold the, your right arm and your leg on there, and just kind of instead of just dropping down. And then I dropped down and just snapped. Mm. And I was like, ugh. And it's still today. You can't hurts. walk on it right. Because yes. I'm sure the Marines were like, walk it off, you sissy. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. It's like Little League well, baseball. You go to, yeah, you go to the clinic and, you know, there's, you just, there's some kooks in there. You're like, I got to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, I need a real doctor soon. Yeah. Um, Sean, where what, are you going to. Wait, what was your injury? <clears throat> you, my you, worst injury. I, I, I slipped on a bong. <laughs> I slipped I on rolled, a bong. I rolled rolling. my ankle on a bong <laughs> and um, fell into my uh, Grateful Dead tapestry. <laughs> rolled up in that. And then that was set on fire, and then uh, I pulled down my Cubs pennant, and then <laughs> my Sammy Sosa jersey <laughs> caught on fire, and then I rolled down a hill into some old fucking Milwaukee or whatever it is. <laughs> well, a lake of beer. Uh, my worst injury, man, I dislocated my knee uh, senior year in high school, supposed to blow off gym class with my buddies. Actually, they never called me, they were supposed to come and get me. Yeah. They blew off. I went to go play softball in gym. Dislocated my knee batting and then had prom like two days later. And so I had a leg brace on under my tuxedo. <laughs> oh, you didn't wear it over it? No, 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 I didn't want to wear it over it. It was but weird. You like bedazzle it and stuff? Yeah, that wasn't around then. I'm old. <clears throat> all right. All uh, right, guys. This guys, is, this has been, been a good fun. show. Wait, it's segment bell, bro. Good show. Well, oh, we're going we to we gotta do our. We're, yeah, we got to wrap up. We got to wrap it up. Um, uh, so, yeah, we don't really have anything going on this week. Hey, all right. Ding, segment ding, ding, bell. Ding, ding, ding. We're going to be out of town, John. <clears throat> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, we are. Me and Sean are going on a road trip. Uh, I don't have anything coming up this week. We're going to be in an RV hanging out, and we'll tell you more about that as it unfolds. Yeah, I'll tell you more about that when we get back. Um, you can uh, listen. You can buy my CD on iTunes or Amazon.com. It's called Fantasticular Hilaritation. Uh, you can see my storyteller show uh, from Ari Shafir's This Is Not Happening on the Comedy Central website. Yeah, guys, watch that. Hilarious editing on it is just the way it was shot it was amazing yeah they did a really good job I agree, I agree. and your twitter what's your twitter John if I want to tweet you uh, if you want to tweet me you can tweet me at 
John Huck, J-O-N-H-U-C-K. And mine is at Sean Halpin, S-H-A-W-N-H-A-L-P-I-N. You can also find us on our own websites and Twitter and stuff like that. So thanks for listening to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. It's good to be back. Good to be back. <laughs>